Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Steve morning, Foggy Bottom, 39 Silver Spring, 40 and holding in our nation's capital. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 12.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And a good Tuesday morning. It is January 30th, 2024. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up, the U.S. vows this morning to retaliate for the deaths of three American troops over the weekend in Jordan. New details about a woman accused of going on a violent crime spree across Prince George's County. I'm Scott Gelman. Bipartisan migration bill could be unveiled this week. The next steps in the dispute over Montgomery County school leadership. I'm Kate Ryan. With some businesses and sports teams exiting, YDC's mayor says. Downtown is going to be just fine. I'm Mike Marilla. Another record day on Wall Street. Good morning, 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Stacy Lynn. A brazen drone attack in Jordan. Three American soldiers were killed, more than 40 others injured. We're now learning there was little warning about the attack because air defense was apparently turned off to allow a U.S. drone to land. CBS's Nora O'Donnell is at a U.S. military base in Bahrain. American forces have been the target of 165 attacks since October 17th, and the U.S. has launched seven retaliatory strikes against Iranian-backed militias. But congressional Republicans call those pinpricks. And correspondent David Martin on how the White House may retaliate for the most recent attack. To go after these Iranian facilities inside Iraq, inside Syria, and Yemen as well. As one official put it, there is no shortage of targets. A bipartisan group of senators is putting the finishing touches on a plan to revamp the immigration system and secure the southern border. CBS's John Dickerson on what's in it. The new legislation may also raise the acceptance standard for asylum seekers, shorten legal review times, expand fast-track deportations, and restrict the president's immigration parole authority. Six people were found dead in the San Bernardino desert last week. We're now learning more details about the crime. Sheriff Michael Warrick. I can confirm all victims had apparent fatal gunshot injuries. Additionally, four of the six were burned at the location by the suspects. Five people have been arrested. They believe the crime was drug-related. Well, it's tax time, and this year there's a new software pilot program being offered in 12 states called Direct File. IRS Commissioner Danny Werfel explains who can use it. It just depends on the complexity of your tax return. The more simple your tax return, the more likely you are to be eligible. Alex Murdoch won't get a new murder trial. His lawyers were arguing that a court clerk tampered with the jury. CBS's Nikki Batiste was in the courtroom. One of the jurors who found Murdoch guilty said comments made by Hill to, quote, watch Murdoch's actions and watch him closely when he took the stand made it seem like he was guilty, which influenced her verdict. Another juror also said they heard comments Hill made about Murdoch but were not influenced. The Associated Press did a two-year investigation into prison labor and found many prisoners are working for pennies an hour to produce food you probably eat every day. Food like Frosted Flakes cereal, ballpark hot dogs, even Coca-Cola. They say many of the companies they found that were buying directly from prisons were violating their very own policies against the use of such labor. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. 
Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 103. It is the morning, January 30th, 2024. Hardly cloudy overnight, early morning, chilly, mild. Veronica said the low should be 28 to 34 by daybreak Tuesday. We're at 40 straight up and holding in our nation's capital. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we roll into this morning together. A man was killed in southeast D.C. last night, Monday night, and police this morning, Tuesday, are said to be looking for the public's help in finding his killer. Now, D.C. police officers were called to the 1200 block of 3rd Street Northeast at around 7.15 Monday night, we're told, after reports of a shooting incident. There they found a man suffering from gunshot wounds after what other outlets are reporting appears to have been an attempted carjacking. The man was taken to a local hospital where he later died from his injuries. Police are seeking this Tuesday morning a suspect they say described as a black male with a thin build wearing dreadlocks. He was last seen, we're told, driving a gray Chrysler 200 bearing D.C. tags GR3248. Again, that's a gray Chrysler 200 bearing D.C. tags GR3248. If you see the suspect or the vehicle, you are cautioned to call 911 as soon as possible. WTOP at 104. The Baltimore woman who police say stabbed a teenager and hit several pedestrians with her car across Prince George's County just last week is being held this Tuesday morning without bond. So what else have we learned this morning about these attacks? She is clearly a danger to our community. That's how Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy is describing Tanae Stallings Brown. She's being charged with attempted murder and is accused of stabbing a 15-year-old and hitting random pedestrians across the county on Thursday night. We have not seen this level of violence committed against people who are seemingly strangers in a very long time. Stallings Brown is being held without bond. And we know that this individual has a history out of Baltimore. Brave Boy says that includes an open warrant for aggravated assault with a weapon. This is a random attack by someone who uh, comes into our area and commits these uh, heinous acts against people who they don't know. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Search is on this hour Tuesday morning in the morning hour for a car possibly associated with that huge pileup you may remember on the Bay Bridge over the weekend Saturday morning. The chain reaction crash, we're told, involved more than 20 vehicles in the westbound span, backing up traffic for hours. Now, Maryland Transportation Authority, the MTA police, are looking this morning for a blue Honda Civic. They say was speeding at the time, driving erratically, which may, they think, have contributed to this crash. They're asking for your help finding that Civic, which was on the bridge between 7.30 and 7.45 a.m. on Saturday morning. Police are reconstructing the crash scene and say the investigation could take months. If you know anything, you're asked to call the MTA police as soon as possible. Montgomery County School Superintendent says she's fighting to stay in her job. The Inspector General's report that finds the school system had numerous reports of problems with its handling of employee misconduct dating back years. The conflict over management in Montgomery County schools locally has raised questions about whether or not the county council should take more aggressive action here. One week ago, Montgomery County's superintendent of schools, Monifa McKnight, said the Board of Education made it clear they want her out, but she's not going anywhere. The county council president, Andrew Friedson, was asked whether McKnight should be removed. I'm calling on the board and the superintendent to resolve the dispute. And while the council can remove school board members if it finds things like incompetence or willful neglect of duty, Friedson made clear that's not on the table. First of all, I don't think we're there, and I think it would cause a tremendous amount of instability in in an environment where we need more stability. A council committee hearing on the recent inspector general's report 
set for February 8th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP Tuesday morning at 107. Part of our area is losing its police chief as he takes a federal job. Alexandria City's Don Hayes, we're told, will step down February 9th. Hayes has spent nearly 44 years actually with the Alexandria Police Department, including the last two and a half years as chief. He says it's been an honor for him to dedicate his life to serving the area community. Assistant Chief Raul Pedroso will serve as the interim chief. No details are out yet about the federal work that Hayes will do. Some high-profile organizations are making plans now to move out of D.C., but WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us Tuesday morning, D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser says downtown is not struggling. The Capitals and Wizards are looking to move to Alexandria, and Fannie Mae is moving its headquarters out of downtown as well. But D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says... Downtown is going to be just fine. She cites a rise in metro ridership as proof. Also to those who say downtown is struggling, she says. I don't think you were here this weekend uh, when I saw thousands of people pouring out of Annie. A musical she attended. The mayor wouldn't speak about the Caps and Wizards owner Ted Leontes' comments that cited significant challenges in downtown for businesses. The city has been dealing with a spike in crime. The mayor also announced $20 million in grants to get business businesses into vacant buildings and bring more family-friendly fun to downtown. In downtown D.C., Mike Marillo, WTOP News. We'll turn to the latest of the Trump Organization trial coming up after traffic and weather and your money news this morning on WTOP. Good morning. Glad you're with us at 108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks over to Butch Seltzer first in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everybody. In Virginia, there is construction 95 northbound after Dale City with the left lane blocked, 66 eastbound before the Rossland Tunnel. The left lane gets by through the work zone. No problems on 66 itself and 395. In Maryland, Route 50 on the Bay Bridge, eastbound span is closed for overnight work, and two-way traffic is running on the westbound span. 70 eastbound before Route 15, right lane gets by. That road work uh, on the outer loop between Connecticut Avenue and 272 right lanes are getting by. On the inner loop near Pennsylvania Avenue, the right lane is blocked by the work zone there. 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Park, where we're moving along without any issues. In the district, we have an accident continuing on Minnesota Avenue between Pennsylvania Avenue Southeast and Randall Circle. I guess we can call that accident investigation now. Uh, because of that accident, we're closed between Anacostia Road and G Street Northeast. 295, 95 in the Beltway are moving fine without any delays. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of your pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T.O.P. traffic. Light winds this morning under partly cloudy skies. Our temperatures are starting out between 27 and 35 degrees. Later today, uh, afternoon temperature around 45, making it the coolest day of the week. Our winds later will be out of the southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour, tracking the next weather maker. More clouds for Tuesday night. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Dropping a couple to 38 in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Tuesday morning, January 30th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Brought to you this time around by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Dex pavers and fences, six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Tuesday morning at 110. 
where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each other. Miller rates cut is expected for the Fed this week, but Bloomberg now puts odds even on a signal for a March cut. Vacuum maker iRobot is laying off 31% of its workforce after Amazon dropped out of plans to acquire it. The Washington Business Journal says the Xerox building in Roslyn, largely vacant, just sold for $25 million. A decade ago, it sold for $145 million. Monday rally on Wall Street sent the Dow and the S&P 500 to record highs again. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. As we roll into the morning hour, Asian stocks remain mixed this morning. At this check, the Nikkei is up by 27 points this hour. The Kospi is up 5. The Hang Seng is down 307. The Shanghai is off 17. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. Time now is 1-11. Jack Frost is a slippery character. <laughs> with a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others. That's what we were taught, service before self. But we do have one question for the veterans listening. When is the last time you reached out for help? If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out. Find more information at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes. On the 8th. And when it breaks. If you're just joining us, welcome in Tuesday morning, January 30th. Thanks for starting your 1 a.m. hour with us. It'll be partly cloudy, chilly, and mild this overnight early morning. Veronica says the low by daybreak on your Tuesdays should be somewhere between 28 and 34. We are at 38 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. It's 113 on WTOP. Glad you're with us this morning. This is WTOP News. To the latest news regarding the Trump Organization trial, which may result in the former president no longer being allowed to do business in New York. The judge overseeing that trial says he has found major errors in the documents. Washington Post reporter Devlin Barrett, who covers the FBI and Justice Department and who is the co-author of the Trump Trials newsletter, speaks this morning with WTLP's own Dimitri Sotis. So one of the little noticed parts of this case uh, involving business fraud, alleged business fraud in the Trump organization is that the court set up an independent monitor who's a former judge who's basically there to go through the books and make sure that they are doing everything appropriately with their accounting. And just uh, at the end of last week, that independent monitor sent a letter to the judge overseeing the case saying, I've actually found a number of errors, omissions, uh, discrepancies, and I'm bringing it to your attention because I think you need to know. That's important because the judge overseeing this case is about to issue a finding as to how much Trump and his company should have to pay. So it comes at a sensitive time. It could affect what penalty the judge hands down here. So uh, it's it's a very important moment in this process. I'm not asking this to be flippant or to try to make a joke, but has this very much agitated Donald Trump? Extremely so. So what happened today 
is that lawyers representing Trump's two sons, Donald and Eric, fired back a very angry letter saying, one, the judge is wrong in, in what she in some of the, some of her factual assertions Two, the things she's not wrong about are very minor problems and not a big deal and not worthy of, you know, uh, making a, a case out of it. And three, they actually accuse the independent monitor of pretending to find problems just so that she can keep getting paid as an independent monitor. So uh, to the map that we all have a mental image of in our minds, we're zooming out of New York and heading back down here to to D.C., to the federal election interference trial. Suddenly, uh, Devlin, as you've noticed, we're almost into February. That trial set to start March 4th. We could never say for sure, but are we pretty much looking at a delay in this trial? And what are the factors? Yeah, they, they haven't officially called it, but it's it's a little like when, you know, it's storming outside very, very hard and the baseball game's supposed to start in about 10 minutes. You can sort of see it coming that this is probably not going to happen on the March 4th schedule. One, because there's a significant, uh, you know, appeals issue that still has to be decided before it can go forward. And two, the judge overseeing that trial has sent signals saying that even she is skeptical that this is going to go ahead on schedule. The key signal, I think, being that she has scheduled a different trial to begin in early April. And I don't think realistically a judge would do that if they thought they were going to be overseeing a president, a a former president's trial at that time. There are time is almost up. But is there another legal venue that you'd like to mention before we say goodbye for now? Well, again, it's a big field, but Georgia, there's going to be two things to look for this week in in the, the fight over the DA's potentially problematic personal relationship. We still don't know a lot of facts yet. This may be the week we find out some of those facts. That's the Washington Post reporter Devlin Barrett, who covers the FBI and Justice Department and who is the co-author of the Trump Trials newsletter talking with our Dimitri Sager. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you this Tuesday morning on WTOP. A little discussed U.S. military desert outpost in northeastern Jordan now becomes this week the focus of international attention after a drone attack over the weekend killed three American troops and injured 14 others. And a framework that could lead to a ceasefire in Gaza. The latest in just minutes, you are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is seeking visionaries in the fight against blood cancer. Are you looking to expand your network, enhance your professional skills, or simply make a difference in the lives of those with cancer? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Visionaries of the Year campaign is a 10-week philanthropic competition for community activists and leaders in the DMV to raise funds and awareness for cancer research and patient services. Nominate a candidate, join our leadership team, or become a corporate partner today. Visit llsvisionaries.org. Coming right up after traffic and weather this morning on WTLP for you. A rabbi kicked out of his ride share by the driver and then beaten. I'm Dick Iuliano. Tuesday morning, January 30th. Thanks for starting your morning with us. Time now is 1.18. I think of weather all the eights and when it breaks. Good morning to Wood Seltzer and the WTLP Traffic Center this morning. 
Good morning to you, Dean. Good morning, everybody. In Maryland, Route 50 on the Bay Bridge, eastbound span closed for overnight work, and two-way traffic is running on the westbound side. 70 eastbound before Route 15, left lane, uh, I'm sorry, the right lane gets by that road work. On the outer loop between Connecticut Avenue and 270, two right lanes are getting by. And on the inner loop near Pennsylvania Avenue, the right lane is blocked by the work zone. 95 in Baltimore, uh, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are moving along without any issues in the district. We have a continuing accident investigation on Minnesota Avenue between Pennsylvania Avenue Southeast and Randall Circle. Now, because of that accident, we're closed between Anacostia Road and G Street Southeast. 295, 95 in the Beltway are moving fine without any delays. In Virginia, there's construction 95 northbound after Dale City with the left lane blocked. 66 eastbound before the Rosslyn Tunnel. The left lane gets by through that work zone. No problems on 66 and 395. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Your Tuesday here is going to be the coolest day out of the week. Morning temperatures will be between 27 and 35 degrees. Your afternoon temperature, just 45 degrees. But that's really average for this time of the year. We'll have temperatures the rest of the week pretty much overperforming. Today, some scattered clouds. Tomorrow, your Wednesday will feature a little wintry mix. Very spotty rain showers mixed in with a few snowflakes melting on its journey down. Afternoon temperature Wednesday at 48 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 39 Georgetown, 40 Bowie, 38 Leesburg. We are at 38 and holding in our nation's capital, what a hour. Tuesday morning, January 30th and Brought to you by this morning, Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Coming right up this morning. This change could make your morning commute shorter. I'm Neil Augenstein. Sounds good to me. We'll tell you all about it. That's next. It's 120 on WTOP. This place has a pulse. You hear it in the canopy. Feel it in the ground. Life, fully illuminated, engulfs you. From the birds singing in the treetops above to the tiniest insects in the soil below, you take a deep, cleansing breath, filling your lungs with the essence of the forest. Now, imagine it's all gone. Healthy, life-giving forests reduced to nothing. No singing birds, no lush canopy, and water and food in short supply around the world. Time is running out to protect our forests. And without our love, they can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our forests. Visit World Wildlife Fund at www.org slash love. Good morning. Welcome to WTLP. Tuesday morning, January 30th. Thanks for starting your day with us. Time now is 1.22 in the morning on your Tuesday. This is WTOP News. Here at home, a local rabbi says a rideshare driver assaulted him after demanding he get out of the car. Now, D.C. police this morning are investigating. Rabbi Menachem Shemtov, director of Chabad Georgetown, says he ordered a lift Sunday morning around 1015 and was driven less than a block on Connecticut Avenue Northwest when the driver put him out. He told me that he doesn't like my energy or the energy of people like me. D.C. police say the driver, complaining the rabbi slammed the door as he got out, followed Shemtov and struck him. He proceeded to punch me right in my face, knocked off my yarmulke. Shemtov tried to stop the Lyft driver from leaving and was struck again. Thrashing and slashing with his keys. D.C. police interviewed witnesses who gave police cell phone video of the confrontation. 
Lyft says it condemns the driver's behavior and has deactivated him. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. A local Arlington couple says their pride flags just keep getting stolen, and they're turning to social media now for help on this problem. According to Arlington Now this week, Michelle Logan and Jenna Burnett say their pride flags have been taken from their porch five different times. The first theft happened apparently September 16th of 2023, and the most recent theft occurred, we're told, over this past weekend. They've been posting about the incident on X and Reddit sharing a video from their ring camera and they say they have gotten an outpouring of support apparently from people who want to help them out on this one arlington county police this morning investigating and asked the public to contact them with any info about the flag thefts that you might know do you want to make your morning commute shorter don't we all? WTOP's Neil Logenstein reports Tuesday morning you should consider changing the time you actually leave home. An analysis of Census Bureau data shows most in our area leave the house between 8 and 8.30 each morning. The study by Yardy Cube, a co-working space management platform, says leaving between 8.30 and 9 could save up to 20 hours a year of commuting time. Are there crashes? What does the weather look like? Those variables can throw a tightly planned commute out of whack, says WTLP morning traffic reporter Rita Kessler. She says some commuters built in extra time. The people who want to get there on the dot, those are the people that this might help the most. Neil Logenstein, WTLP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. Timing is everything, and if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now, we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of luxury vehicles at SelectAutoImports.com or visit us on Van Dorn Street in Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. SelectAutoImports.com Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time, 125 Tuesday morning. Let's check in once again with Rob. At long last, the Wizards have a win streak. They erased a 14-point deficit to beat the Spurs 118-113 and win back-to-back games for the first time since last March and won consecutive games in San Antonio for the first time in a quarter century. Interim coach Brian Keefe, who started his career as a video assistant for the Spurs, said the key to the 20-6 to run to end the game. Our physicality, our intensity level really ratcheted up in the fourth. And then I think you saw down the stretch, we trusted the pass. Tyus and Kyle were playing you know, a little two-man game. We hit the open man and we just made the simple play and the trust factor was great. So I love that down the stretch. We were sharing the ball. On the college hardwood, the Howard women lost at Coppin State, but the men won there in Baltimore handily. The commanders could have a new coach by week's end. Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald had a second interview Monday and the Burgundy and Gold will spend Tuesday with Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, who ESPN's Adam Schefter told the Pat McAfee show. I'm not convinced yet 